0: Am I the asshole for throwing away the Elf on the Shelf and ruining Christmas for my kids after my husband's prank? For context, this year was the first time we would try the Elf on the Shelf with our kids. We have three kids, Lucas, nine, Andy, eight, and Claire, five. Lucas and Andy are from our past relationships. However, Miles, my husband, male 37, has accepted Andy as his. And so did I, female 35, with Lucas. Every Christmas is special for Andy. His birthday is on December 24th. His dad started a tradition where Santa would give consideration for him being a kid of Christmas, so he feels magical and special. I always try to give him that. Last year, I left Santa Claus footsteps ate a carrot, and grass he left for Rudolph, stuff like that. My husband doesn't think it's a good idea I do all that for him, and I'm showing favoritism, so we should shut it down because of my ex's decision to create a tradition without considering my other kids' feelings. I disagree, since I do consider the three of them, but he asked if we could do something else, like Elf on the Shelf. I had no problem with it, but I didn't know how that works. He explained it to me quickly, and since he was the one who offered, I let him do it. We bought the cute elf. My kids named it Bob. Later, my husband explained that they should behave and never touch or hold Bob if they don't want it to be naughty. At first, it was cute to see them spy on Bob, try to see it fly each night. Andy was the most excited of all. I found him one night talking with it, asking if Santa still remembered him. But my husband took seriously the behave or Bob would be naughty part. Lucas was the first victim after he didn't do his chores. The next day, his face was drawn on with sharpie markers. Then Claire who touched Bob and her fave onesie was destroyed. Apparently, Bob had cut some pieces of it while she was sleeping. Miles was having fun, but I could see that my kids weren't. I talked to him about how we should lower the pranks. He agreed, but wanted to catch Andy since he hadn't broken any rules. I told him that Bob's supposed to tell Santa instead of being naughty. We argued, but he finally agreed. Fast forward, it's Christmas Eve and in the afternoon, we had some of Andy's friends to celebrate his birthday. So the kids were playing in the backyard. But my husband looked sus. I decided to look for Bob. It was supposed to be in the kitchen, but it wasn't there. I asked Miles where it was, and he told me, no idea. I started getting paranoid, but Andy asked me if we could cut the cake already. I put my best face on and went for it. The cake was in a box, and when Andy opened the box, he starts crying. I take a look, and it's ruined. Bob was covered in all of it, appearing he had been eating the cake. Half of the cake wasn't there anymore. Miles starts laughing, and so did some of the other parents. My blood is boiling and I grab Bob and throw it in the trash. Then I grabbed Miles. We have a terrible argument. Calls me an asshole for what I did to Bob. That I ruined it. How are we supposed to keep the magic with our kids if I wasn't supposed to touch Bob? Edit. Hi everyone, so the response has been really overwhelming. I'm sorry if it took me some time to answer, I was kind of avoiding the post since I was conflicted by the possible outcome. I'm going through all of your comments so I can answer some of your questions. I'd also explain things you all have doubts in common. One, Andy's dad is from Canada. He visits Andy every spring, summer, and on Christmas break. This year he stayed for his job, so he isn't an absent parent. After Andy's birthday, I told Miles to get out of the house, and so he did. He spent Christmas with my in-laws. I stayed with the kids, and all of them slept in Andy's room. My kids didn't want to leave their brother alone. The next morning, we opened the gifts, and I made sure that Andy could feel special after what happened on his birthday, so I wrote a note from Bob, saying that he is sorry if he scared him and his siblings. He didn't do his job correctly, so now he would be flying to the North Pole with Santa, and when he asked if Santa still remembered the kid of Christmas, he did. Santa was really happy to see him. Three, my kids and I are okay. We are sleeping at my parents' house, and we would celebrate New Year's Eve here too. Four, yes, Claire was using the onesie while she was sleeping. My husband took the idea out of a TikTok, and no, Andy did nothing to be attacked by Bob. So I was not aware that the Elf on the Shelf was a demon that was sent to terrorize children. Didn't know this. I don't really think that's the way it's supposed to go either. I don't know what in this dude's mind was like, you know what? Here's a really good chance to bully my children. But that's what he used this elf to do. Apparently, families do the elf on the shelf differently. It's been a long time since we've done it, and, you know, in Navy Thunder, she's getting to the age where we could start doing it again. We did it with our kids that are now tweens and teens. I understand the elf getting into mischief and being ornery. I do not understand the elf actually doing things to terrorize children. What the f*** is wrong with you, dude? I don't think that's how this works at all. I don't know if this is some kind of acting out because of of Andy's you know, special treatment around Christmas because of his birthday, which it would suck to have a birthday on December 24th, right? It would just suck. So, I I understand doing something special for him there. How the husband used the elf is completely inappropriate. I mean, this is straight up bullying of children. Doing a Sharpie on the face while it's a prank, super not cool. Cutting clothing while a kid is sleeping and wearing it, super not cool. And destroying a birthday cake, Huge asshole move. OP, here is the mom who threw the elf away, and I completely agree with that, um, with that move because this had gotten just way out of hand, and apparently there was no other course of action except to remove the thing that the husband was using to terrorize the children. So, elf made it to the trash. Bye, Bob. See you next year, maybe not. Bob, Bob is the kind of elf who ends up in prison. I don't know what elf prison looks like, but I'm guessing they don't have any candy cane jail sales there. That's just not how it's going to work. Elf prison is probably made up of like meat and veggies. There's no candy whatsoever. And it's really warm because it would suck so bad to have a birthday on December 24th. Doing something special that's above and beyond for this kid on Christmas, I think, is an acceptable path here. I don't know why the husband had an issue with that. Sure, on Christmas, it creates an imbalance, but the other kids have birthdays that aren't lumped in with Christmas either. So what's fair? What is fair here? I could tell you what's not fair. What's not fair is using an elf to terrorize kids. This elf was like possessed by Chucky or so Miles the husband made him be. I think he got confused about you know what kind of mischief or naughtiness the elf is allowed to get into or should get into and what's appropriate here. This is a tough one to come out of and really the the only thing that needs to happen to bring everybody together here is that Miles the husband needs to come to his senses and figure out how big of a dipshit he was being, apologize to everyone. I don't know how you do that without destroying the magic behind the elf, since he was the the demon puppeteer causing the elf to do all of these things. You can't spill the beans on that, or the magic's gone for the kids, right? So he's gonna have to find some other way to make it up to them. Uh, first of all, it can never happen again. It's supposed to be, like, whimsical and fun, and the kind of mischief they get into is, like, having f- marshmallow snowball fights. Making messes. It is not destroying things. Especially f- birthday cakes dude grow up oh way to go dude now your kids are going to be terrified of the elf on the shelf for life excellent caused all kinds of trauma here this is going to be years and years of adult therapy where these kids like every time they see an elf on the shelf have some kind of mental breakdown start attacking people dressed up as elves in public i mean who knows where this is going to go unless they turn it all around and obviously you don't want to see a family get busted up like this. It's already a blended family, so it's already complicated. Obi is not an asshole at all. The dad Miles here is definitely an asshole. What kind of asshole is he? Let me pull up the Ascon scale. My gut here is that the dad's move here was an Ascon one offense. There's absolutely no way that he should have done what he did, and it kind of makes him a terrible human being. I said kinda. So maybe it's an Ascon two thing where he's not necessarily a terrible person. It depends on what the motivating factors for doing what he did. Were and we do not know those, so he's somewhere between an Ascon 1 and Ascon 2. It definitely feels like an Ascon 1 type thing. There's a difference between fun and hazing, right? I don't know. You guys tell me what you think it's Ascon 1 or Ascon 2. Using an elf as a terrorist demon is that an Ascon 1 offense? Never gonna look at my elf the same again. Watching you, elves, demon elves out there. Apparently, they exist. Keep your eyes peeled when you put that elf back in the box till next Christmas. You better like duct tape that thing shut, man. I didn't know they were capable of such atrocities. Before we get started here, I want to give a big shout out to the Bluey Mums group on Facebook. There are apparently a lot of fans of this show in that Bluey Mums group, and uh, they like to talk about the shirts that I wear sometimes, like Unicorns here. Candy Thunder is actually a member of that group as well, and they've been very kind to her. And thank you. Thank you for being fans and for showing Candy Thunder love and for showing us love. So, we're glad you enjoy it. Thank you very much. Okay, this one is, will I be the asshole for suing my daughter-in-law? Sounds spicy. Edit, they aren't married, referring to her as daughter-in-law is just easier for the sake of storytelling. Understood. Our son and daughter-in-law, 26 years old, have been together for two years and live together. We've always thought she's a very nice girl and she seems to make my son happy, so no problem for us. Our son has his own law firm that he's currently trying to get started. We're very proud of him and we're fortunate enough to help him with a startup loan. Daughter-in-law works a retail job that she's very happy with. Some time ago, husband and I were over at their apartment and we decided to order some food. Husband and I wanted to pay, and since daughter-in-law was ordering from her phone, we gave her our card so she could draw the money from our account. I think I see where this is going, and I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. We thought it goes without saying that this was to draw an amount from once for the lunch. However, daughter-in-law apparently put our card into her Apple Pay and has been using it since. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's not the done thing, mate. It's not the done thing. We didn't notice it for some months, but recently saw withdrawals that we didn't recognize. We had our accountant look into it, and she discovered that, one, daughter-in-law has been using our card on her phone, and that, two, she spent around $17,000. (sighs) What? We were quite shocked and called her up and asked why the hell she's been using our card. She got very defensive, tries to deny it, and eventually said she was entitled to it. And why do we care since we haven't noticed her use it for over four months? We told her she would needed to pay us back immediately or we'd report her actions for theft. She apparently doesn't have the money to pay us back. Did you think she was gonna? We've gone to our son and he's offered to pay us back even though he actually cannot afford to. This isn't about the money for us but more about the fact that she's stolen a huge amount of money. It's not about the money, it's about a lot of money. While we are comfortable and it took us some time to notice, we still recognize the seriousness of stealing 17,000 US dollars. Our son has completely dismissed her behavior and excused it as her being stressed. What the? She's taken no responsibility, and we're honestly wanting to go forward with the police report to teach her consequences to her actions. Would we be the asshole for doing this? Oh, there are so many red flags throughout this story that, um... Let's just let's throw the red flags. Let's just keep them going for a bit, and let's see what happens here. So, let's start counting the things, or start collecting the things that are red flags here. Okay, so... Now, first, while reading this, I'm like, oh, she probably didn't realize it, but... She spent 17 grand. Like that's that's not accidental. She spent 17 grand in 4 months. $4,250 per month for 4 months. What is she spending 4 grand a month on? And how did their son, her boyfriend, not notice? I don't understand. I don't understand how he didn't notice. I mean, obviously, he's got his head into trying to get his law firm started and launching a small business is one of the hardest things that you could decide to do. Now, he did it with a big loan from his parents. He may have some kind of entitlement mentality As well, even though he's launching his own firm, he's doing it with his parents' help. And maybe, just maybe, them funding that gave her the idea that they were funding them. I'm not saying that's right, but it's possible. But the fact that she denied it in the beginning and then said that she was entitled to it kind of erases all that possibility. It wasn't an accident where she just didn't know she was using their card. It was intentional. She thought she was entitled to it and said, why do you care since you haven't noticed it in over four months? Which is the same thing as saying... You're rich. Why do you care? Which is all kinds of red flags, right? Biggest red flag of all for me here is that if she had no problem stealing 17K from his parents, she's going to have no problem stealing from his business. And she is going to drive that business into the ground. It's the writing on the wall, man. They knew she wasn't going to have the money to pay them back immediately. Yes, threatening that she needed to do that or they would press charges is the smart thing to do. And obviously, she's not going to have that money. And their son offering to pay them back and dismissing her behavior is an even bigger red flag than her spending and her mentality overall. And that's the part of this that makes me think that he might have some kind of entitlement mentality as well. Maybe it wasn't all her. If he was willing to pay for it and dismisses it all and says that she's just stressed, he might have had something to do with it. I, in their shoes, would definitely press charges. And not that you're ever going to get that money back, but still press charges because a lesson needs to be learned here. And maybe that lesson is don't be with our son and maybe... There also needs to be some kind of lesson to the son here as well. I I would highly encourage diving deeper into the son's understanding of what she was doing and how they got there and how did he not notice. And, you know, if she was spending 4K a month, what was she buying? What was she having done? How did where did he think that money was coming from? This might go deeper than OP thinks. It might be a Bonnie and Clyde kind of thing without the love triangle. I'm just saying No, you wouldn't be the asshole at all for pressing charges on that you should press charges. She knowingly stole 17k from you. So, press charges. She needs to learn that it's not okay to steal, and you probably need to do something to try to bust this relationship up. Otherwise, you're going to be bailing out your son's law firm that's going out of business here in a couple of years. I don't know. Maybe you guys see something different than I'm seeing right now, but let me know. No ass-con scale activity on my end. Not at all. Not for OP at least. All kinds for their son's girlfriend and potentially the son as well. Am I the asshole for silently getting up and walking out of the restaurant during New Year's Eve dinner after I was told to pay for everyone at the table? My in-laws. I, female 32, recently inherited a good amount of money from my mom. I keep the money in a separate account as I still haven't decided what to do with it and I didn't want it to go to waste. I noticed my husband constantly bringing up the inheritance money and making countless suggestions as to how I should spend it. Another thing is that he expects me to pay for nearly everything the past couple of weeks. For New Year's Eve, my husband and I met up with his family at a restaurant to celebrate. It was going fine until I found out that I was expected to pay for everyone at the table. My husband's mom joked about paying for dinner out of my inheritance pocket, which made me livid, but I showed no reaction. Just silently paid for my own food and drinks. Then got up and made my way out of the restaurant. They were shouting after me like a crowd, and my husband tried to get me to come back, but I drove home. He got back at 3 a.m. yelling at me saying I was pathetic to get up and walk out on him and his family after they relied on me to pay for their food and thought I was gracious enough to do it, but they were wrong. He said I humiliated him and his family and that what I did was an attempt to get back at them for not being able to help my mom when she was sick. Not true is all I'm going to say. He is mad and is saying I caused a huge rift between his family and me when it wouldn't have hurt me to pay for the celebratory dinner. Am I the asshole? Okay, several thoughts here. My first thought is, if you're a married couple and you receive an inheritance, is that marital property that he has some kind of claim to then? I don't know how it works with inheritance. Maybe there's a different law that governs how inheritance is for married couples. I know a lot of married couples keep their finances separate, and they do that for very good reasons. This is probably a good reason to keep that separate. The husband could have avoided all of this drama by talking to you about him saying that you were going to pay for everyone before you got to the dinner, if you had known that you were going to be expected to pay before you got there and sat down and actually ordered, you might have been able to at least prepare for it, have the discussion ahead of time, or decided not to go. Canceled the whole f- thing, but he ambushed you, and obviously he has some kind of feelings about you having this money that he does not have any claim or access to, and he resents you for it. Thus, all the suggestions, thus ambushing you, and this is going to grow and grow and grow into bigger and bigger problems until you guys sort this out. So there needs to be a big sit-down conversation to say, okay, here's the deal. This is my inheritance. It's set aside if that's the way that you want to approach this. It is mine from my mother. You have no claim to it. You don't get to decide anything that happens with it. And if you ever ambush me again, whatever you want to say there. There needs to be some firm boundaries created here because right now he's testing the boundaries, right? He's just testing them and testing them and testing them. And he found one at dinner and now is trying to gaslight you by saying that you're the asshole for something that backfired that he did. That's horseshit. And he knows it's horseshit. He's just trying to save himself from looking bad to. His family. Well, it's too late for that, pal. But in his attempt to save himself from looking bad, he's just throwing you under the bus. It is not your fault that he's an asshat that didn't tell you that he was ambushing you and just did it and it didn't work. So, uh, no, you are not the asshole at all for doing that. I think uh, this is all on the husband here, and he needs to, as part of the penance for this, he needs to explain it to the family, and you need to have some kind of proof that he is explaining the correct thing to the family so that they know that he was the asshole who ambushed you and that you are not the asshole at all. The bigger issue here is the money and his resentment of you for having the money. You guys need to figure out some kind of game plan there, create some kind of boundaries, or this is going to destroy you. Money destroys a lot of things and it's on its way to destroying your relationship here. It will if you do not create some kind of structure and system here. There's got to be clear communication on it. And that is one thing that is hugely lacking right now. I'm guessing you set it aside and you just don't want to talk about it because it makes conversations uncomfortable. But you're going to have to have some uncomfortable situations to avoid more uncomfortable situations in the future. Take a little bit of pain now to save yourself a lot of pain later on. No, you're not an asshole. You were ambushed. That's the bottom line. You might go ahead and tell the husband that you expect him to cover the marriage counseling bills. Am I the asshole for snapping at my mother-in-law? Few quick things. She's 50s female. Not technically my mother-in-law, as my boyfriend, 27 male, John, and I, 24 female, are not married but have been dating for four years. Also, English is not my first language, so please try to ignore any grammatical errors. I am also incredibly hungover. Duly noted. Anyways, both him and my sister have moved from the U.S. to escape from his mother, and now he has low contact with her and that's only so he can see his dad. I genuinely don't know how a man as sweet and caring as John could be related to an absolute harpy like his mother or what his father sees in her. From the moment I met her, she has hated me and made sure I knew that she hates me. Between snide remarks and picking apart my appearance, I have tried to bear with it for John's sake. He told me multiple times that I don't need to interact with her and that he understands if I'm not up to his monthly Zoom calls with his parents. This year, we spent Christmas in the US with his family. John told me that while he wouldn't force me to go, he really wanted me there for emotional support since this would be his first Christmas with her in seven years. My God, this woman sounds terrible. His family also wanted to finally meet me in person, and in the end, I agreed. On Christmas Eve, we went to his uncle's house and had a lovely time since his mom was on her best behavior and kept her general unpleasantness to a minimum. Then came Christmas Day. And after dinner, we had some drinks. ruh row Like, oh no, Scoob, like they hit the booze. It did not take long for his mother to get both drunk and verbally belligerent. In her tirade, she mainly focused on me, how I'm a slut who shouldn't be anywhere near her son. But towards the end, she stopped for a second, stared at John, and then said that he was a disappointment. A failure, and some other choice words I'd rather not repeat. At that point, he just got up and left the room. Before I went in to check on him, he snapped at her and told her that she's the failure. All of her kids moved across an ocean to get away from her. And the only reason we're even here is because he loves his father more than he hates her. I didn't stay there to see her reaction, but after calming John down, we heard his mother screaming and crying downstairs. After jumping out the window, oh shit, they jumped out the window. We got a hotel and stayed there until our flight back home. You can feel much better about all of your family gatherings now, even if there's drama, because if you didn't have to jump out a window to escape it, you don't have it that bad. Now his entire family is sending us angry messages since his mom has been a wreck after. John backs me completely and says, all I did was tell her the truth. And while he's upset that this caused a total f of a shitstorm with his family, he isn't upset with me and knows that it sucked having to deal with her. But when I asked a few friends, they said I shouldn't have been so harsh since I knew she would retaliate. Okay, I think I screwed up. So she, OP here, is the one who said all this stuff to the mom. Hold on. Hold on. Yes, okay. She says, before I went to check on him, I snapped at her and told her. Okay, so I, at first I was thinking it was the son that had snapped and and said all these things. And I was like, good for you, boy. Good for you. But it wasn't. It was OP. It was the son's girlfriend. Good for you, OP. But I was, I was more proud whenever I thought it was the son who had finally stood up to his mom. Uh <laughs> no, you did it. Now jumping out the window makes a lot more sense. You guys just needed to escape. Escape. Run away. Ba-du-ba-dum, ba-du-ba-dum, ba-du-ba-dum. I need some coconut halves to bang together. <tick, tick, 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 tick. Very Monty python. What you said needed to be said, and maybe it wasn't the right time to say it. Maybe you weren't the one who should say it, but no one else was speaking up. And this has been years and years of torture and abuse from her. So I'm going to say that you're not an asshole at all here. You did what needed to be done. No one else has done it because they didn't want to deal with the aftermath. And the fact that you did it and then ran off, maybe that's a problem. Like, I mean, it needed to be said and obviously she's going to be belligerent after that. She's not going to be, you're not going to be able to reason with her. You're not going to be able to have a logical conversation and reach some kind of resolution that heals all wounds that have been caused by her in this family. That's not going to happen. She's going to be the, what the husband referred to as a total ear of a shitstorm. That's why no one else has spoken up yet because they knew what would happen. She pushed until she got a reaction. She didn't like the reaction that she got. It kind of seems like this is a recurring thing for her, so I'm guessing it will blow over with everyone else. I would highly suggest never going to visit her again. I would highly suggest avoiding all of the monthly parent Zoom calls that your husband does, and maybe that probably might not happen anymore, at least not with her. But she sounds terrible. I mean, we had the 10-mile the Christmas Day hike mother-in-law that was the ASCON one award winner of 2022. We're starting off 2023 here with this pretty comparable asshole of a mother-in-law. She takes the cake. She is definitely an ass-con one, and she deserved it. That's all there is to it. Also, OP for for not being a native English speaker and being very hungover. You did a very good job writing this, so thank you for that. I appreciate it. It makes it easier to read when it's well-written. You're not an asshole. You stood up for your boyfriend. But now that you know what you would be marrying into... uh... Hopefully your boyfriend is willing to just excommunicate her altogether and it sucks that he wants to have a relationship with his dad so much that he just accepts the beatings from his mom, but maybe his dad can start visiting you guys. Maybe his dad can make the effort to travel without his wife and yeah, that's a whole separate set of problems, but maybe just maybe he can still have a relationship with his dad without having to settle for the beatings. That come from its mom and that sucks happy 2023 everyone avoid people like this and if you have someone in your family that you're dealing with that is like this stop dealing with them why do you do it what's the point If someone is doing damage to you, create distance. And I mean real distance, not just an ocean. Quit giving them real estate in your mind and in your heart because you just allow them to do damage. That's it. You can have the fake, minimal contact with them, but don't give them real estate in your mind because they will become a virus that just eats and eats and eats at you. The mental boundary that has to be created is probably the most important one. You've got to keep those harmful people out of your mind. Start doing that and 2023 will be much better for you am i the asshole for calling my mother-in-law gross disgusting and nasty you're shocked that it's mother-in-law drama aren't you i know you are my son doesn't look like my husband my husband has blue eyes black hair is shorter and is pale as a ghost my son has green eyes, dirty blonde hair, is tall, and is quite tan. The only thing he gets from me is the hair color. He's an exact copy of my little brother who passed away when he was 19. It's a bit strange at times, especially since he acts a lot like my brother as well. They like the same sports, have the same personality, style, and my son's ex-girlfriend looks exactly like my brother's ex-girlfriend. My husband knows these things and doesn't love our son any less. His mother, however, is still suspicious. It's been 17 years, but she still sometimes suggests that our son isn't his. Despite this, she's never done anything to our son, and he loves his grandma. Anyways, we spent Christmas with my family and decided to hang out with my in-laws for New Year's. I didn't think mother-in-law would say anything about my son's real father, since she hasn't for a while now, but boy was I wrong. It was even worse this time. My son is allergic to peanuts, my brother was too, and so was my dad. Since peanuts are a common allergy, my mother-in-law never asked if my brother had this allergy too. I never told her either. My son, daughter, and mother-in-law were all talking and somehow the topic of allergies came up. They mentioned how my father is allergic to peanuts. My mother-in-law said, really, him too? And my daughter, yeah, and so was their uncle. My brother. My mother-in-law's face dropped and she got up, stomped up to me and said she's had it. That she didn't want to say this but she only has one logical explanation as to why my son is nothing like her son and exactly like my brother. I'm not repeating her exact words but I interrupted her mid sentence and called her gross, disgusting and downright nasty. I told my husband I was over this, he agreed and we left. She's been texting me since saying that she's sorry but I had no right to insult her like that when even I find the similarity strange. She told me that she's likely not the only one to have thought it which ooh. I felt so insulted and gross. She's saying I'm overreacting. Am I the asshole for what I said? Edit, my brother was 19 and I was 29 when he passed. I got pregnant around the same time. She was referring to my brother, not my father. Yeah, no, I I didn't get confused by that, but what the f***? man. I'm no expert at genetics, but it seems reasonable that if there were character traits that your father had that were passed to your brother, you could still carry those without them being active in your visible appearance, right? You could pass those genes along and your son could end up looking like he is because your father looked like how he was. The fact that the mother-in-law can only fathom her baby boy's baby boy not looking just like her baby boy is that her baby boy his wife had incestuous sex with her brother before he died to stomp up to her at a family function and force it in her face again and then have the audacity to get pissed at her and say that she had no right to insult her like that Wait, just a minute. Mother-in-law has been saying this shit for a long time, finally makes a big scene about it, and then she was the one who was insulted? No! Run away from this woman and never look back. What's your husband doing in all of this? Like, why does your husband not stand up and be like, all right, mom, it's time to cut the bullshit. He can go rip on her and say, all right, mom, put the crazy away. She can think whatever she wants to think, but she can also control those thoughts getting to here. And her speaking them out into the universe to cause all kinds of bullshit drama my goodness i'm sorry that you have to go through this um this sounds like an absolute shit show and i don't know why you choose to still be around her i guess it's because it's been a long time and she hasn't said anything but guess what she's still hanging on to it and she's going to be hanging on to it for a long time (laughs) and when you finally stood up for yourself you insulted her there is going to be no win in this scenario. You're not the asshole for standing up to yourself. Mother-in-law is a great big old asshole who's going to keep doing this. So just get away from her. Never look back. You will be much happier that you did. Am I the asshole for regifting gifting my boyfriend's Christmas present, $1,300 laptop, to my sister? I, 23 female, love my boyfriend, 24 male, and have been dating him for about two years. He has always been really supportive, and our relationship is great. So when it came time for Christmas, I wanted to get him something really special. He has been complaining about his laptop for a while and has expressed the desire to upgrade to a newer model. I decided I would surprise him with a brand new laptop for Christmas. I wanted to get him the best laptop I could. So for the weeks leading up to Christmas when he'd complain about his laptop, I'd take these opportunities to casually ask him which laptop he liked, what he wanted in a new laptop, and so on the main problem he had with his laptop was the speed so i thought it would be fitting to get him the same model that he had a macbook pro just the latest version now i'm not a tech person i don't know the first thing about ram ssd etc so i assumed a 1300 dollars laptop would be more than enough for his needs so i bought the laptop without doing any more research into it christmas day came and i gave my boyfriend the laptop he was so excited, until he saw the specs. When he saw that the laptop had 8 gigabytes of RAM, he was really, really disappointed because he couldn't get his work done on such a slow machine. He was adamant that he needed something with more RAM. This turned into a full-blown argument. I tried to explain to him that I had done my best and spent a lot of money on the laptop so he should appreciate it, but he wasn't having it. He said he would rather return the laptop and get the one he wanted. At this point, I was really hurt and upset. I had gone out of my way to get him a really nice present, and I felt like he didn't appreciate it at all. Yes, I could return it and get him the one he wanted, but I had already spent a ton of money. The fact that he wasn't even willing to give it a chance made me really frustrated. So long story short, I decided to re-gift the laptop to my sister, 19 female. She's a college student, and I know she could really use a laptop like this. I know it may sound selfish, but I didn't think it was fair that he didn't appreciate my gift, and I wanted to make sure the laptop went to someone who would actually appreciate it. My boyfriend is, to put it bluntly, pissed. He does not understand why I wouldn't just return it and get him the one he wanted and cannot believe I would do something so selfish when I know how much he needs a new laptop. I feel kind of bad, but at the same time, this wasn't cheap for me, and a little appreciation would have been nice. Am I the asshole? Op is a 23-year-old female. Her boyfriend is 24. Where the age comes in is that he acted like a little shit about it when he should have been appreciative and been like, babe, this is awesome. Like, this is a huge, huge, huge gift. Are you open to me trading it in for something with more RAM? And that could have been it. Or, you know, start with just, hey, this is awesome. And wait on the, hey, would you be open to me trading this in? Instead, he's just super disappointed about it, which is a big dick move. Boyfriend's the asshole for that. Now, OP's response, taking it back to re-gift to someone else, was also a childish response. Yes, he should have shown appreciation. Yes, he should have been grateful for the gift. But you gave him the gift. Even if, even if there was a problem with it, you still gave it to him. You transferred ownership of this gift to him. Unless he handed it right back to you and said, I don't want this. It's garbage. It was still his when you gave it to him. The fact, it sounds like at least that you just took it back to give to someone else because he doesn't appreciate it, because he didn't show you appreciation, was a childish response to him not being appreciative of the gift. Yes, he should have done that. Your response was equally as childish. So everyone sucks here. Whip out the ESH, folks. Everyone sucks here. Just taking the gift away does more damage to your relationship. Whenever he didn't show appreciation, he was the asshole. And that was it. Whenever you pulled this to take that gift back instead of being open to him trading it in, you became an asshole too. You're both assholes. and Maybe you deserve each other. I don't know. What kind of asshole are you? Let's look first at... What kind of asshole he is. So as a reminder on the Ascon levels, Ascon 1 is there's no way you should have done that. You're a terrible human being. Ascon 2 is you definitely shouldn't have done it, but it doesn't make you a terrible person. ASKCON 3 is you probably should have approached that differently. And Ascon 4 is you probably could have approached that differently. Maybe you're an asshole. Maybe you're not. And boyfriend here for not being grateful for the gift and just trashing it right from the rip it makes him immature it makes him a dick it makes him an asshole i don't know that it makes him a terrible person let's go with Ascon two here and say that he definitely shouldn't have done that but it doesn't make him a terrible person it just makes him a child and op for sinking to a childish level and returning fire by taking the gift back and giving it to someone else definitely at least an Ascon three because you definitely should have Approach that differently not could have you should have approached that differently ask on two is you definitely shouldn't have done it but it doesn't make you a terrible person and you're probably right there with him on this you guys are both ask twos so um the bright spot in all of this is that since you were an equal amount of asshole to each other now you can clean slate it and move forward but you guys are going to have to start communicating through this the fact that neither of you saw a solution path here and just decided to start taking swings at each other sucks that sucks for your relationship. You're going to have to figure out a different way to move past it. You're going to have to find a different way to problem solve in a relationship. There always has to be a priority on finding a solution, not just doing as much damage to the other person that they did to you. That's not going to solve anything. It's just going to dig the hole deeper. So yeah, everyone sucks here. A couple of ask on twos. Am I the asshole for not picking up my daughter from a party after she broke my rules? New Year's Eve aftermath here. My daughter, 16, was allowed to go to a New Year's party by herself for the first time. We clearly defined rules beforehand. No drinking, only stay at the house we agreed on, home by two. That's three rules, dude. I thought my daughter should be grown up enough to handle those rules, but apparently I was mistaken. At about 1.30, she called me to tell me that her friends wanted to go to another party and she joined them. Now she said the friends had vanished and she was at a house party where she felt unsafe and wanted me to pick her up. She was at a quite remote place in no way she would have been home at two. Also, she was clearly intoxicated. I believe in consequences, so I refused. Told her that this will be a learning experience and should try to figure out how to get home. She's too old for rules, so she doesn't need my coddling anymore. She tried to argue, but I just ended the call and went to bed. The next morning, I woke up to several aggressive, and threatening messages from my ex-wife who had apparently agreed to pick her up instead. Against the custody agreement. Daughter is staying with her and refusing to leave. Also against the agreement. I don't believe there was any real danger and just had to show her that the rules exist for a reason. My ex seems to think different. Am I the asshole? Yes, dude, you're the asshole. You put your daughter, you didn't put your daughter in a dangerous situation. She put herself in a dangerous situation, but you chose to leave her there. And what f- world do you think it's okay to leave your daughter intoxicated with no friends at some remote place where there's this party going on with people that she doesn't know do you know what happens to 16 year old girls who get drunk and get abandoned by their friends and don't have a ride how do you think she's going to figure out how to get a ride all of the people there are drunk horny dudes and you knowingly put your daughter in this position. This angers me, and it is the shittiest thing that a father could do. Some kind of punishment was definitely warranted for breaching the agreement that you had created with her. But you can't be surprised. You can't be surprised that the New Year's Eve party that she went to, that they ended up traveling to a different party and she ended up drinking. You can't be surprised by that. And you also can't punish her for her friends leaving her. You can't punish her for that. The aftermath of what could have happened because you chose not to go rescue your daughter could have been devastating. She could have been taken advantage of, she could have been harmed, she could have been abducted. Dude, like what the f- is wrong with you? In your position, I definitely would have gone and picked her up. I would have been pissed when I got there, and there would have been an ass-chewing the whole way home, but she would have been safe. And you gambled with your daughter's safety to prove a point. And that's not okay. You, sir, are an ass-con one of the highest order. Nothing. That makes this okay, and you're a shit person for it. This is not how you dad. Watch some Bluey and take some tips from Bandit Healer, because there's no way in hell Bandit Healer would ever, ever leave Bluey or Bingo in this kind of situation. There is a lesson to be learned. The lesson is not the situation that you left her in. The lesson is not her first time being out at a house party, drunk, trying to figure out how to get right home from a bunch of other drunk, horny dudes. What is wrong with you, man? I hope that the comment section on this video just tears this dude apart. Because this dude deserves to be torn apart. You keep referencing the custody agreement here, but knowingly putting your child in danger is probably a breach of that agreement. And that agreement is probably going to be revisited because of this. So you need to realize that it was a shit thing to do and that, yeah, a lecture is warranted. Punishment is warranted. Gambling with your daughter's safety? Nope. And this might cost you a whole lot more than just a bad morning where you got a bunch of angry messages. This, this is going to cause problems for a long, long, long time. Hello there, we have a follower submission AITA story for you. Am I the asshole for getting upset at my husband for not being home when he said he would be? I, female 24, am married to my husband, male 25. My husband has a bad habit of saying he will be home at a certain time and then being late. And this has caused a few arguments as he feels I don't have the right to be upset or at least have a valid point. Our last arguments over this, I thought I had finally gotten him to understand how much it hurts me when he was late by more than 45 minutes. It's New Year's Eve and we have a 14 month old and he wants to go to his best friend's party and I agree he can go, as I can't, I still have to take care of our daughter. We agree that he will leave for the party at 9.30, so we still get to see the small fireworks together. And he said he would be home around 2. I did let him know I was hoping he would be home sooner, but to have fun. I woke up at 2.45, and he is still not home, and I have no message from him, so I called, but he did not answer. And I wait to see if he would call me back, but nope, nothing so I send him a message asking if he is okay and if he has left yet. He calls me, and I can instantly hear he has not left yet, so I try to stay calm as he tells me he will leave in 15 minutes, and he will send a message when he is on his way home. I got his message, but it means that he won't be home until 4 a.m., and when he gets home, he will see I am upset and make me feel bad for it. So am I the asshole for feeling disrespected and hurt by his actions and decisions? Things to note, my husband does not drink but is very outgoing and sociable, and I am too, but I get peopled out a lot quicker. I am also 33 weeks pregnant with our second, and I know that I can be a bit hormonal due to this. I love your videos, and I hope you can let me know if I am on the Ascon scale or not. So the question here is, are you the asshole for getting upset at your husband for saying that he'll do something and then not doing that thing? No, absolutely not the asshole for that. Your husband needs to start communicating more accurately here. You know they say under-promise, over-deliver. Well, your husband does the opposite. He over-promises and under-delivers frequently. Well, what happens when you do that? It's disappointment. It's repeated disappointment for you. But the big, big, big red flag in all of this is that your husband went out to a f***ing party when you were 33 weeks pregnant. I don't give a shit if you said he could go. He doesn't go. If you're 33 weeks pregnant, his ass is at home with you. Even before having our latest, who is now 19 months old, we go together right? And and even now that she is 19 months old, like obviously she can't be out that late, so we went to a family function. She and I both have parents with birthdays on December 31st, which is crazy. So it was, it was a busy day of birthday gatherings, but we both came home with the youngest and then our older kids got to stay out later at the family function with the family and then family members dropped them off to us later that night, which is fine. We've done it in the past, but she and I move as a unit together. The fact that your husband is making me decisions instead of we decisions here is another thing that causes a great amount of harm. So, he should be home with you with you being pregnant. That's all there is to it. Him going out to party, whether or not he's out drinking, it doesn't really matter. He needs to be there in case you need him. That is a big red flag problem for me the fact that he chose to go out to this party the fact that he's never there when he says he's going to be there like you have the least dependable dude on the planet here and that needs to change it has to change you have to be able to depend on him you have a what 14 month old right now and you're getting ready to have another one dude's got to become dependable has to be he's giving you the time that he thinks you want to hear instead of the real time that he knows he's going to be home that's what i assume is happening or he's underestimating the amount of time he's going to be spending places it doesn't matter. He needs to communicate reality to you all the time. Because right now, you're just getting into a pattern of being disappointed in him. The more disappointment that he builds up over time is going to build into big big, big problems. You see where I'm going with this. So he needs to start communicating more clearly to you. That's the first big thing that needs to happen here. Also, he needs to not leave your side when you're 33 weeks pregnant, especially not leave your side and then not be back when he's supposed to be back. You've got enough going on to be worrying about his safety. And it sounds like you have a good amount of trust together. There was no indication in here that you think he's out messing around or doing anything like that. That's great. It doesn't matter. He still has to communicate clearly about when he's going to be home. You've got enough, to worry about you don't need to be worrying about him not being back on time why is he choosing to give you extra stress by being undependable by always missing the mark by not communicating or not communicating when he knows he's going to be late just to say hey I'm gonna be x time late that's all it takes it does not it's not hard to communicate it's really not it's just habit it's muscle memory you just have to start doing it and then get into the habit of doing it and right now he should be over communicating with you anyway because you're 33 weeks pregnant maybe pointing out the pattern of disappointment that he's creating will be an alarm bell for him that will force him to change his ways because he's training you to be disappointed in him right now and maybe enlightening him to that will cause enough pain to create change. Hopefully you can make this change sooner rather than later, because if you don't, those disappointments will keep mounting. You're not going to be able to stop yourself from being resentful every time that happens a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. This is this is heading toward disaster, and maybe talking about the trajectory that that growing disappointment and growing resentment make is enough to, to create some lasting change here, but something has to change. No, you are not the asshole at all. You have every right to be upset and something has to change just finding a way to communicate it that doesn't cause an argument or cause further damage is going to be the tricky part. I'm always trying to help find a solution, but especially when it's a follower submission. So it's you know someone who who watches these videos and who enjoys them and, and digs our content and engages with things and then has a real problem that they need help with. I of course want to help. Thank you so much for being someone that engages with this content that we do and that loves it and loves it enough um, to ask our opinion on some bullshit that you're going through. So I'm sorry that you're going through it uh, hopefully my input here will help and not hurt i hope you have a much better 2023 than it started off and good luck with those babes hey dusty thunder here and i wanted to thank you so much i hope you enjoyed that content and if you did please make sure to like subscribe and most importantly share